Hello everyone and welcome to Watch the Film Podcast. My name is Scott. And I'm Steve. And we're going to come together today to talk about three or four recent releases that we've seen. A few cinema releases. Uh, I don't think there's any streaming releases, actually. Just, yeah, they're all... Yeah. Oh, no, uh, ah, one is. One's on Disney+. One Plus. Yep. Um, a few but stream, is that cinema as well? A few cinema releases and uh, a streaming release thrown in for good measure. Um, if you haven't listened before, welcome to uh, Watch the Film Podcast. And if you have listened, thank you for joining us again. Stephen, for those people who haven't ever listened to Watch the Film Podcast, where can they find all of our wonderful goodness? On all major podcast providers. You can. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching for Watch the Film Pod. Or you can visit the website at watchthefilmpod.com. So, some reviews, Stephen. Yeah. We're coming together to look at some of these films. We've got a whole host of uh, genres thrown in here. I have put a secret extra one in there that we'll talk about oh, that right, I didn't okay. tell you beforehand. Ah, right, okay. <laughs> Full of tricks like that. We've got um, The Whale, yep. Ant-Man, Quantumania. Yes. Knock at the Cabin and Banshees of... Insurin. Insurin. Yes. Um, the next four entries in the MCU there. And um, <laughs> the bonus one that we'll throw in at the end. Uh, okay, so where do you want to start? Um, should we go with... What, what was the first one we watched? Um, these are what we've watched over the last yeah. few weeks, haven't we? Some... Um, should we talk about uh, Knock at the Cabin? We can do. Start with that yeah. one. Is that yeah. the most recent? No, it's not the most recent one, is it? There? So, no, no. Yeah, so we'll start with Knock at the Cabin. Um both of us are fans of M. Night Shyamalan, you would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of his early work, which we've, we've referenced before mm-hmm. on, on the podcast, but yeah. Um, Let me put you on the spot. What's your favourite Shyamalan film? Um, knock at the Cabin? Not Knock at the Cabin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favourite my favorite is either The Village or Sands. I can't make my mind up. Mm. Probably The Village. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I, I just, I've just that, got I a think thing. It's the first time I've watched a film and then booked a ticket the next so day and watch it again. again. Yeah. I've got a thing for Unbreakable. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like Unbreakable. I like, don't get me wrong, I like it. I like that story. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's quite good. Isn't and then it? I enjoyed it quite well as well. Then I enjoyed I Split, and then I was a little bit let down by Glass. I, I feel wasn't overly keen on Split. I thought it was okay. I did like his performance in mm. it, but yeah. Um, but um, yeah, the, the ending sort of, it, I thought it was okay. It kind of went down. And then the ending, of, bit, the ending but... of Split was like, oh, wow. And then mm. Glass was just like, oh. Although I'd revisit is... Glass. I, I need to watch that again. Anyway, yeah. we're not talking about uh, Glass. Yeah, though. anyway. We're but... talking about Knock at the Cabin. Well, we're talking about him like Shaolin, really. Well, well yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's had, he's had, he's, so he's, he's had a bit of a strange career, really. He's been up and down, hasn't he? Over a strange years. career is probably putting it lightly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's he started off um, quite well with some of the, like, well, the, the best. So the, the the main film that sort of made his name, really, was Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic film. And then Unbreakable, uh, followed by Sands, The Village. And then I think it sort of, it, it sort of turned a little bit there. He made uh, Lady in the Water. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we're looking at... The happening, and I think that was the one that did it. Oh no, After Earth. After that, mm. that was that was one that did it, wasn't it? That was like ooh, the last Airbender, and then it's some shocking career, really, yeah, His career, so, it's been like like, like yeah. a, the the visit's good. A bookend of two different types, mm. really, isn't it? Yeah. The visit's a funny one. I think it just, it's best when yeah. it's like spooky, like straight to the point spookiness. I think when it goes a bit awry and gets a bit tries to be a bit too clever and stuff, it's yeah, yeah, you lose it a little bit. But knock at the cabin. Well, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't his story, was it? This was no, based, based on, on a, a, based on a, a novel, wasn't it? Yeah, based um, on the book. Yeah. So it's like almost like a cult group, isn't it? If you like, yeah, with yeah. Ron Weasley and Drax the Destroyer in there. <laughs> um, but and the woman who and I don't know the I don't know the name of all the actors and actresses in it. But the uh, the woman that was in um, oh she's in Get Out. Did you notice that? She was the maid. She was indeed. She was okay. Nikki Amuka Bed. Yeah, I'm guessing that's the one. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, but, yeah. knock at the cabin. The premise, if you're not aware of the premise, we've got a 
Oh, uh, just just one one thing. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put spoilers in here because it's been out a few weeks now. So yeah, yeah, go for it. Spoilers and all these. Things. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought you was gonna give a spoil. Yeah, yeah, yeah spoil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll try not to spoil Banshees of Inchurin. But you know, oh yeah, because I've not seen that. You've one, not so seen that. So I'll try not to spoil that. But we'll, we will sort of talk quite in depth about these films and just fire all over the place. So indeed. Yeah. Um, knock at the cabin. So we've got a a family on a holiday. We've got two husbands and their um, adopted child. Um, she's playing out in the flowers outside the cabin that they're in, yeah. and then Batista uh, comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Sounds like sounds like a wrestling <laughs> angle, doesn't it? And Batista <laughs> came out of nowhere. Um, and Dave Batista comes out and kicks yeah. in, starts walking out. You know, I walk alone. <laughs> um, Batista comes out of nowhere, starts interacting with the daughter, and says basically, there's going to have to be a sad choice that has to be made. And that's basically the film. It then all just kicks in from there. They want really yeah. much. You get a little bit of backstory lot, throughout the film. What we just, what you've just explained there, is, is highlighted in the trailer. Yeah, so, yeah. So the, so the way that the trailer plays is pretty much the first mm. five minutes of the film. I will say, overall, I was quite tame on this film. Like six out of ten type film. Yeah, film. It was yeah. quite. It kind of was quite. It was more straightforward than I thought it was going to be, which yeah, kind of let yeah, it down a little yeah. bit. But I will give it its dues it kind of does just kick straight in. So there's yeah, not like does, yeah. 20 minutes of like looking at your watch, like, right, when's the action kind of going to happen? It's yeah. straight into the point. But yeah, you're basically <clears throat> then introduced to this cult group who say that, you know, one of the one of these parents is going to have to, or one of the three even, is yeah. going to have to make a choice to kill one of the other three yeah. um, just to prevent the mankind. apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. To, to prevent mankind from being destroyed. And that's basically it. Like, yeah. you then, there's, the, there's, there's hints that, is it a hoax through things that are on the, the TV and they're questioning the uh, the authenticity of some of the things that they're seeing? But for all what you know and what's presented to you, it is legit. And yeah, yeah. and ultimately, um, the sacrifice is made. One of the one of the men. Well, you don't, don't give everything. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking about that, <laughs> aren't we? But yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah. So who knows what'll happen at the end? But <laughs> but yeah, but, but to, to be fair, though, I feel that. That kind of tells you where I am at with it. The fact yeah. that I'm like, if I was talking about Six Sense for the first time, you certainly wouldn't drive straight in and give away the ending of that one. Yeah, where, you yeah. know, because of the way that that's presented. Yeah. I didn't feel there was any, the, there weren't any twist know, in this, and there weren't my, any mystery to this. Really, I didn't think. My my opinion on this film is it, it's good, it's okay, it's 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 not brilliant, it's it's mm, like you say, it's pretty average. It starts off quite well, and it goes down that usual M Night Shyamalan sort of. Like rabbit hole, t- well, taking on the rabbit hole, you know. Um, but it doesn't really go anywhere after that. Mm. And but I'm gonna st- I'm gonna it, jump in there. I, I feel it was quite a shallow rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I don't think there was saying. much yeah. like it, it takes you down there, but then it doesn't really sort of burrow off in any other direction. Okay, burrow off, <laughs> uh, but it doesn't really go in any other direction. So you beat that. me there because I was gonna try and find loads <laughs> of whale puns to yeah, throw well, into yeah, the whale, but you've got rabbit puns in now. Um. Uh. The the, oh, the whale had me blubbering at the end. Um, oh. oh dear me! But, <laughs> but now the um this this film is just it's it sort of it's quite one dimensional. Yeah, I think. yeah. It doesn't really you know like like what you explained there. It doesn't really um it, it doesn't really play on the facts that it could be a trick and they could be tricking them. But you know, but for what reason? Mm. There's so much more that I felt. And I said this to when what's out that they could have done this and they could have done that and. I think had it not have had them like Shamlin's name on it, you would have thought, oh, this is a good film. Mm. But because it had his name on and because of his history of 
taking you in one direction and then giving you a massive reveal and changing the di- dimension of the film and like wow you know i was expecting that and it didn't happen no and it, it wasn't overly it was like the happening the happening's the same sort of thing that it doesn't nothing really happens in it at the end and you're thinking is that is that the twist yeah but because he's sort of made his first four or five films all about this big twist and reveal and wow what i've been watching was actually the opposite mm. and you know because he's 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 renowned for that now his films he can't he, he it's like he takes a story and he can't replicate that mm. now but i as as a fan of his work i expect that and i think that's what let it down for me yeah yeah so had it not have had his name anywhere near it you'd have just gone I, in i would have gone in and thought, anything. Oh, so it's pretty good that really yeah, yeah. It wasn't, wasn't too bad. i just felt but because i was ex- my expectations weren't met that's, that's yeah yeah no, that's fair there, yeah. i just yeah. felt there was more like things told to you rather than like it being naturally discovered. So, like, yeah, to me, yeah. you could have had more flashbacks with the four, I'd say villains loosely, but f- the the four invaders, you know, whereas you're just told that one of them's got a daughter. Yeah. You're just told that he's a teacher by this picture that you see. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. to me, you could have had a, a, a flashback scene about that or something. Excuse me. You're shown that um, Rupert, what's his name? Rupert Grin. Rupert Grin. Um, he's attacked one of these yeah. men before. And that kind of don't really go well, anywhere. I mean, you could have you done know. so much more with that. That oh, like all four of them could have been prominent in their life, and that yeah, was the yeah. reason why that all four of them was was mm. chosen. And then that way, if you do, if you because one of them was one of them had, had attacked one of them before. Yeah, so yeah. It could have been that they've all interacted with those four people. You know, like when he went to the operating theater after he'd had um, he went sorry he went to the A and E after he'd um, been attacked by this thug, which mm. was Rupert Grint years ago. Um, the nurse who treated him could have been. Yeah, well, the I nurse thought that was, was going to be. That. And, and it I, never I think happened. we both thought that. There yeah. was a scene, Monty, where he was on his side, and yeah. I thought the camera was going to pan up and you see that it's. Oh, she's in there. Or, she's there. Oh, yeah, you know, she's been yeah. treated at the same time or something. Yeah, yeah. It, there's so much more that yeah. could have done it. And then that would have made you think, oh, there's there's a bit more to this. Mm. You know, but it, it didn't really happen. And it makes you wonder yeah. as well, like, the you know, that I can't speak for the writing process, but spoilers for the book. The ending in the book is a lot different than the ending in the film yeah, in the sense yeah. that the, the girl is the one that accidentally gets sacrificed yeah. and loses her life. And that, to me, would have been a hell of a lot more effective thought-provoking ending because of the way that that then unravels in the book. Whereas yeah, this, yeah. I felt it played it a bit Hollywoody safe. It was quite safe, Yeah, and really... But in all fairness, though, I wouldn't have enjoyed that film had that have been... No, I mean, I'm not... Over, yeah. yeah, but... But I mean, from from a story point of view, for yeah. it to have had effects and stuff, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll come back to that in a minute about something about that later on. But um, lost train of thought. The book, the the ending of the book is different. That makes you wonder if people have had an outside influence on that and been like, well, you can't present yeah, that as a film because yeah. of Probably, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was solid, it, solid. Yeah, it was, it was I won't okay. watch it again. Yeah. I think it was okay. I won't yeah. race out there to buy it on four K. No, no, like no. That. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not not his best film, certainly not his worst film. But it was just sort of middle of the road yeah. for me. Yeah, which right. is a shame because, like I say, maybe expecting it, wanted a bit more. But yeah, oh, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. It was more like an episode out of Black Mirror. Or, yeah, or like, yeah, and you said that yeah, when we, or when you Twilight left, Zone yeah, or something like that. that it was that kind of thing. It's just it? this yeah. snapshot of a story that comes and goes, and that's it. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, okay, right, we'll knock at the cabin. What, what say, middle of the road? Yeah, middle yeah, of the road for me. Middle of the road. Yeah. Um, Ant Man, Ant Man, oh, Quantum Mania. He's, he's just diving straight in there with Ant Man. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll do this one, then we'll do the one I ain't seen. So, yeah, oh, yeah, right, yeah. okay then. Yeah, okay. And then we'll end with... Well, it's up to you. Do you want to do The Whale now, or do you want to do Ant-Man now? No, no, we'll do Ant-Man. Okay. We'll talk about the MCU. Ant-Man Quantumania? Yeah. yeah. So, 
this has had a lot of negative press mm. on it. This is this is I've seen the mixed reviews for this. I've seen people saying it's really good and people saying it's okay and then people absolutely trashing it. Um it's film number thirty one in mm-hmm. the MCU. So this is this is what I say about it. It's film number thirty one and I think this is why it's getting a lot of negative comments. Um nowadays after the after the previous phase which was Ground building, should we say? Phase four, yeah. 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 Phase four was ground build, ground building, and there was a lot of changes put in there, and a lot, you know. And you maybe, I think some of the TV shows were overstretched. They shouldn't have been as long as what they were. I've said this before. Mm-hmm. I think four episodes is better than six because. And they've acknowledged that a bit as well, haven't they? Because yeah, the, they have, the release yeah. late for this year, especially, it's has been massively chopped down to yeah. two. I think. I think you're getting lucky. And... In fact, I even read about this film that this film had been reshot, hadn't it? The ending mm-hmm. of it, even like January before, it, you mm-hmm. know, like a month ago, you know, so four weeks before it's coming out, and they changed, they, they put a, a slight difference in the ending of it. Mm-hmm. So that that shows you what they've how they've like oh, we need to change yeah, a lot yeah. here. So there's there's a lot of changes been going in the MCU. However, um I think Endgame, when Endgame finished, when when we when we ended with Endgame and then we started again, you've got to sort of bookend everything. I keep bookend again, I keep saying it now. But you've you've got to look at like everything up to Endgame is one side. So forget these phases. Put everything up to Endgame there. And now we're looking at and I think you've said this before, now we're gonna go into a different direction with Multiverse. Well, this is and, defined as the multiverse saga, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Four, five, and, and six, yeah. Yeah, and that's what we've got to be looking at mm. now, and everything's starting again. Um, I think when you've got people like um, Scorsese and other other names that have come out there and said, oh, it's like a theme park now, and it's just this sort of thing, and, you know, it maybe is to some extent, but if we're just looking at this one film, right, I think film number 31, it could have been bad, it could have been good. I think it was really, really good. Really you enjoyed enjoy this one, yeah. Because it was so different. Mm. Now, usually the third film in the franchise, it's hard to sort of reinvent it. It's hard to sort of... It's hard to tick everything. It's hard yeah. to, to get the fans of the original two films in there. Any, th- any third film in any any series, it's hard to to sort of give you something new and something fresh, but also keep the dynamics of what you enjoyed about the first film and certainly the second film. It's hard to bring that all back in. And I think this one does it really well mm. because it... it, it to me, it was almost like Guardians. It was something really strange and unique. And let's let's take the characters from from what we set up in the first two films, and let's just put them somewhere completely different. Yeah, yeah. And and introduce you to this whole new universe, this pocket universe that's coexists with with it, like inside hours, mm. which I, I thought was so clever, so so clever. I think, and and then also bringing in the dynamic of Kang, which when he when he first came in Loki, I thought oh, the actor who played him, Jonathan Majors, I was like. He didn't really do it for me, but in this, mm. I was like, "Oh wow, yeah, we've seen the different sides because he's playing a different character. Yeah, yeah, he's, not, yeah. he's not the he who remains. He's mm. now Kang the Conqueror, and he's going to play it on so many different levels." I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was really good, really, really fresh, something different, and really good. We'll come to Kang yeah. in a minute. Um, just going back to like the negativity and things like that. I think I'm going to try myself. Like the irony is, we're sat here reviewing yeah. that. I say reviewing quotes because we're not really sticking a score on it in that sense we're just discussing it out to a degree but I feel that you get with all these big not just Marvel stuff with the Star Wars things with the DC things with even like Creed that's come out yeah, yeah. It's, it's followed that pattern you get your out of re, out of theatre reaction which has got a an embargo on it so you can only talk about certain things you can't use certain language in those reviews tweets yeah, videos yeah. so all of them paint one picture about the film and then Three weeks later, the review embargo lifts, and then everybody sticks the review out, and then suddenly, the nav- the narrative that they're having with that has a different spin on it. 
But then you have to think a lot of these review influencers or the reviewers out there, they're essentially doing what they do to generate clicks and views on their products. So take that back to like what you say about like a Scorsese, their opinion. If Scorsese sits there and says he likes Marvel, that's not going to get as much traction as it does if you say you don't like something. It's like, it's like yeah. sports. Everybody, English Premier League fans, in the late 90s, early 2000s, everybody hated Man United yeah. because Man United was successful. Everybody now don't like Man City because Man City are dominating the, the, the you know English yeah, football, yeah. essentially. So to me, it becomes when things are as popular as they are, I'm not necessarily saying good or bad, I'm saying popular. Yeah. When things are popular, it's the, it's the more more friction-inducing thing to not like something or to have something negative to say about something. I think your Rotten Tomatoes scores for things like The Eternals, for things like this, because this is the lowest MCU film on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I, I can't believe that. Right? But, yeah, yeah. but you compare it to the audience score where it's in the late 80s on the audience score. It's about 86, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Now... I think what the problem you're going to have going forward with, with not just MCU, with franchises as a whole, if you know, certainly in, in this continuity type model, are you necessarily getting someone to review at number thirty four, at, at film thirty one, who's has been invested in the previous thirty? Yeah. Because I don't even think you can, like you said about an Ant Man, like a saga or a trilogy type thing. I don't even think you can review it on that level because I think. Not that you're naive, that the viewpoint of, of this is naive. It's naive to think that just because it's the third Captain America film or just because it's the third Ant-Man film that it's going to be that much attached from the other projects because it, it just can't be. And I feel that's why they tried to create this like shallow world of the TV shows because then at yeah. least you've got yeah. things that maybe can stand alone. Ironically enough, they didn't get well that well received. One Division was highly rated because of the... The, the, because of how it drew on what had come before. Yeah, yeah. Loki is so highly thought of because of what it draws on from before and where it's going to potentially yeah, yeah, lead to. to yeah. You threw a She-Hulk in there that didn't really come from anywhere or go anywhere, and it was met with negativity. I know Moon Knight had you know, people on either side of the things, mixed reviews. Yeah, I yeah. feel the, the positives of Moon Knight was because of his performance and things. Yeah, but definitely. going back to this, in terms of Ant-Man... I feel you've got to go in and just make your own mind up with a lot of these things now. Yeah. If you like if you like something, you're probably going to find it harder to not like it, and that's just the way it is, isn't it? And, yeah. and I appreciate the Marvel story as a whole, and don't really treat them as just one 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 off things. That's why I didn't like Thor as much because I didn't think Thor played into that wider universe. Whereas I loved Wakanda Forever because it drew on what had come before, and Wakanda is such a like really they've binned off Asgard, haven't they? Like, if we're being brutally yeah. honest, Asgard. In, it's it's it. not even yeah. exist now. Whereas Wakanda is probably going to play a really important role in mutant stuff, in the, the world they explore within Wakanda and, and stuff like that. But looking at Ant Man, I enjoyed this this Ant Man. I'm not the biggest lover of the character. I'm Ant-Man. not this big. I'm not the biggest lover of of, of the of, character. Yeah, yeah and yeah, I feel uh, yeah. I feel the way that this one differed a little bit from the previous two Ant Man films, where they were very comedy heavy. This was more sci fi heavy and and that space yeah, space yeah. idea and stuff like that. But you made a point a minute ago about this universe that lives below ours and things like this. The problem you've got now is, just blending our two conversations together there, you go back to Iron Man. So I, the first Iron Man, it was a really simple story. You go back to Captain America, it was a really simple story with that fantasy yeah. element where we've got this serum type thing. 
you can't make a story like that anymore because the ideas that you're drawing on are these multiverse elements, these um, things that can only really happen in a comic book. Yeah, yeah. You know, you wouldn't have in a soap opera, you know, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. go to these kind of realms. It's got to be really hardcore. It's a hardcore subject now, isn't it? Yeah. And for someone who isn't overly that in their bag, you're putting them off straight away. You know, this idea of pocket realities and pocket universes and things like that. Whereas there's will be people out there like me and you, where that's that's fast. That you know, like I can this, yeah. I can go with that. I can vibe with that. So to me, that's why I think this and the next little route because eventually we're going to lead to Kang Dynasty, where there's these different versions of Kang from different universes. Yeah, that ain't gonna that ain't your Huffington Post movie critic. That's not their bag, is it? You know, yeah. the New York Times or whatever. So I think that's where now more than ever this idea of a critic's review is not really worth the paper it's written on for these films yeah, yeah, because yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't just start watching season 31 of of a season of a TV show would you no no you know and and there might be elements of it that you oh, I got that I understood that but nah, it didn't bother me because I've missed a lot like, of well, I was saying far, that so. season 31 of a TV show you wouldn't get that would you but like season 13 of a TV show should we say mm. isn't isn't the same TV show it was originally no and, and rightly so because yeah, it has yeah. to change it, it evolves adapt, and adapts yeah evolve, yeah, yeah. And it would be pointless to just bring out the same thing and again mm. and again and again. And people do say that the, the MCU does that same formula. It takes the villain of the week and puts it in there and the, the beat them and that sort of thing. And they maybe do to some extent, mm. but you've got to have something that you've got to, oh, like yeah. a blueprint to follow. Um, I will crit- I will criticise this film slightly just on that point though, because I didn't for one minute, spoilers for Ant-Man, spoilers for Ant-Man, so if you, don't, if you haven't seen Ant-Man, just turn it off. There we go. And um, then come, co- <laughs> come back in 10 minutes. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Although we haven't spoiled it yet. Um, <laughs> I, the trailers gave this impression that Ant-Man was going to die. So yeah. obviously Ant-Man won't, won't going to die and you won't kill off Ant-Man. And we're almost in that territory now where, hmm, have the stakes. Is there, are there not enough stakes at the minute? Yeah, there yeah. might be at some point, but because you haven't really got, you haven't got an Iron Man to kill yet. Yeah. You know, you're still at B-level characters to a degree, aren't you, in terms of weight. Yeah, yeah. But, God, I'd have loved it if they'd have killed him in this. If the, and to me that that See, really cemented this as like oh that was a yeah. that was a bold See, the, move. The first, I thought the, the ending thing, was a little bit. The first thing Thanos did in Endgame, I say, I say book ending, forget what's come before, but you know the first thing Thanos did mm. was kill Loki. Yeah, you know, like he killed the villain from the first Avengers. Film. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, wow, you know, and and, med- and don't and, get me wrong, and, I don't and think did what he did to Hulk. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's like wow, this this is a threat. Mm. It, it it didn't come off at the end of this as a threat. However, I mean. I thought he did, but he, he, he didn't really. Don't get me wrong, I don't mean it from it. that point of view, though. I mean it as this film. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, it, yeah, yeah. It, to but, me, it would have been like, wow, they've done that. I yeah. feel the threat for Kang is more what's going to happen. Yeah. Because yeah. we know oh, how clever yeah. that character is. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, Kang gets, quote unquote, killed in this film. I think what you'll find is in Kang. I don't think he gets killed. No, but to the, to the yeah. viewer, to yeah, who yeah. doesn't appreciate what may, may, may or may not be happening, I would imagine by the end of Kang Dynasty, the Kang from Ant-Man Quantumania is the last Kang remaining. Yeah. Because he will have been sucked further and further down in those layers of this, this realm. Universe, yeah. He'll learn from that. He'll destroy on his way back up. Yeah. And it, I would, I reckon Kang Dynasty will explore, as you see at the end of Quantumania, the Kang Dynasty going to stop what is our Avengers meddling with the multiverse yeah. because that yeah. goes against what they want to do. And I think this Kang from Ant-Man will be the villain in Secret Wars and he'll rise at the end right, of Kang okay, Dynasty yeah. and go on and 
and probably manipulate that, that war, which yeah. I mean, that's going to be epic in itself. I can't wait for that, how that's presented. But that's where I think you'll go from this. But Jonathan Majors absolutely yeah, nailed it as yeah. Kang in this. Was, uh, yeah, absolutely this, brilliant. Yeah. Really scary really, and menacing. Really menacing and, yeah. and I think a lot, you need to praise it a lot because I watched the new Rockstars breakdown and stuff. When you, and they they had a quote-unquote copy of the post-credit scene where you see the different Kangs. Yeah. Each one of those different Kangs is performed differently. Yeah. You know, the yeah. three the main ones that you see, so you've got uh, the, the Egyptian one, the futuristic one, and then this all-powerful one, which we don't know what that is yet from the comics. But even the scene of them all in the rafters, they're, they're all, all doing they're something all different. Di- yeah, they're all different. They're all doing they? different. Yeah. And like that's, that's you know, props to, to him as an, an actor yeah. for being yeah. able to do that. And like you no, said I about did... He Who Remains, such a different variant of, of this yeah, is presented I, I to I thought that was good, but I thought, is this going to be Kang when mm. I first saw Loki? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was the, the biggest letdown in the series yeah. for me. I like, see, what? I was the other way. I was, yeah, I, thought, I was like, I, oh, I that was the best bit, yeah. I don't think they've cast him right. I think I said that to you at the time, but yeah. But, um... No, I really did enjoy this film. the The only thing I would have done different, I, I read up what the what they were going to do in this and what they've changed. So mm-hmm. the ending where he's walking down the street talking, and did I stop him? Did I? Like that, he's sort of doubting himself, and then they go and have the birthday cake. Mm-hmm. That was sort of reshot and put in. Um, the original ending was that um, Ant Man and Wasp was trapped in the realm and yeah. Kang had got out, but you know, I think it would have been better if all three of them had been trapped mm-hmm. in there. Or they'd got sucked into a different realm. That that would have been better. Um, so it was a bit sort of like let's play it safe and have them in there. Yeah. That, um, but the reason they did that was because they didn't want to have it the same as. Well, I think you're just doing uh, the repetition, aren't you? If that's yeah, yeah of the of the second of the, the first film, Ant Man and Wasp, mm. where he, where the um, Janet Van Dyne had, had had been sucked into, yeah, yeah. into there as well. So it, they didn't want to rep, you know repeat that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the. No, I, I did. I really enjoyed mm, it. I thought it great. was different. All the new characters that they brought into it, um, like the, the stuff with the slam, the guy when he's with the drinking, drinking the slam, and that. I just thought it was really. Oh, I actually read as well. The I think I don't know if it was his character, but it was one of the characters. Do you know? Do you remember the guy who was in the first two Ant Man films? Who was one of his friends, and he was in. Um, I can't remember his name. He was the polka dot guy in. Oh um, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. In, in Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. You were Suicide Squad. Mm. The he voiced one of these, didn't he? He voiced one yeah. of these. Yeah, I thought that was quite mm. clever. But um, no, it was uh, it, for me. It was a really good film. Mm. Something different, something yeah, yeah. new, and like I say, that fresh take that Guardians went on. You know, that sort of bizarre sort of. Well, it's a whole different world. We're going to mm. go off, off of this tangent now. I liked that they did that, but the biggest thing for me was th- this is the first time I've watched an after scene credit in for for any Marvel film in about the last ten years where I've been like, <gasps> you know, because like mm. the Shang Chi one was good. The, the, oh, so yeah, the, the Shang Chi one, one was yeah, good, yeah. But, but yeah, I, I agree. We haven't had anything off that since, have we? That's the thing. Yeah. But the um, this one for 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 oh, spoilers there, but Loki. For Loki, two, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh wow, oh wow, and the way that they're going to go in that direction mm. for Loki is is fantastic. I just think... so much. I watched so much in this film and and felt this is what the MCU needed to sort yeah, of kickstart yeah, yeah. it. And I think it's just a shame where other people have watched it and haven't mm, taken that sl- on. Yeah. Slammed it a little bit. Such, such a shame. But I yeah, just for me, for me, really, really The future's fun. really bright with him as a villain, though. I feel that's... Yes. Because yeah. that, that was a gamble. Because this is ultimately... I use the word origin story very loosely. Because I suppose it is how this version of Kang become, comes to be. I love the stuff with him and Janet when they were crash landed. When he crash landed. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really good how, how that worked. And Bill Murray in it as well. Yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. But he's 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 horrible, isn't he, Kang? You know, yeah. he's really villainous. Oh, yeah. But um yeah, I just feel that 
his performance as, as him was really good. And I yeah. think that was something that Thanos got gets praised by a lot as well, how good Josh Brolin was as yeah. Thanos. Yeah. So I feel that's... Because again, villains are something that the MCU gets criticised for sometimes as well, how they're a bit surface level. But I feel, you know, this will be really exciting to see where they take Kang and, and, and what that, what that becomes. Yeah. yeah, no, very good film. Cool. Right, Banshees. All right, we'll talk about this then. So you've seen, seen it. No spoilers on this one. So there'll be no spoilers on this. So I'll just give you basically the premise of the film. I'll give you the mm-hmm. premise of the film. So the film starts, um, you see, oh, how does it start? I'm trying to think how it starts now. You've got the film, you've got, um, uh, you've got Colin Farrell yep. and I forgot his name. Colin Farrell and his friend that... Colin Farrell and his friend and who was John, Mad-Eye Moody John in, uh, <laughs> in one of the... Uh, in, a couple of the in, in Harry Potter. Harry Potter films. Um, it's not David Tennant though, is it? Because he tends to David Tennant. No, he tends to Mad-Eye Moody. No, so basically you've got Colin Farrell and... Yeah, I'm not going to tell me. You, right. so Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. He was on the tip of my tongue as well. I was thinking Brendan, but I can't, can't remember his last name. So Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. Um, so Colin Farrell, it's set in the uh, Nancy. Ooh, set. When's it set? Set in 1920s, I think, in Ireland. It's mm-hmm. not in Ireland. It's off a, a little island, remote island, off the coast of Ireland. Right. And uh, Colin Farrell. <laughs> Scotland. Uh, <laughs> And Colin, yeah, it's set in Scotland. Um, Colin Farrell, um, we see him walking down to his friend's house and uh, knocks on his door and he says, oh, you fancy going for a beer? And he's like, no, no. You know, you've seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Anyone who's seen the trailer, he just pretty much gives you the film there that he goes, no, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to see you anymore. And he's like, what? He said, if I said something to you, he said, you've not said something to me. He said, I just don't want to be friends with you no more. And he's like, what? Okay, like that. So he goes, all right, I'll, I'll go get the beers like that. So he goes and gets the beers and he walks in the bar uh, into the pub and the uh, the landlord goes, where, where's where, where's Colm? And he goes, uh, um, he's not talking to me. He goes, well, he'd be, he be, he be rowing. He goes, no, I'm not being rowing like that. And, 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 oh, that's <laughs> not good, Harry. That's not good, Harry. <laughs> because he'd be rowing. He goes, no, we're not being rowing like that. And um, <laughs> the he goes, everybody speaks to him, goes, are you being rowing with him? You're like that. I don't think we'd be rowing like that anyway so he goes i go see him he says why don't you go see him and go and go, go go give him a knock and he goes and gives him a knock and he can't see him and he looks around and he sees him walking up the cliffs so he walks back up the up the hills walks back up the hills and follows him he's like scratching his head what's going on here and he goes into the bar and uh, into the pub again and he sat there like, having a drink laughing and joking at the bar and he walks up and he goes all right they call him and he goes go sit somewhere else and he goes wow what have i done and he goes just go sit somewhere else. And he goes, wow, was it? He goes, I find you dull. I find you boring. I don't want to be your friend no more. Like that. And he's like, Is this right at the beginning? Right at the beginning, yeah. 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 Saying, and, don't spoil it for me. No, like, no. Yeah, yeah. And it just plays off on that. Mm. And and that is just basically the premise of the film, that one person has, has looked at what remaining years he's got. Like he said, I've got like 10 years left. He said, I might only have 10 years left. And what will I ever do with my life? You know, um, what will I ever do in my life? How will I be remembered when I'm when I'm gone? For for a man who's uh, you know, I, I was that man who used to sit in the pub with you and you know, I sp- you spent two hours the other day talking about what you found in your donkey's mess like that. You know, that, that's when he's like, he goes, he goes, you know, and he goes like, you know, it, it's just my life's dull and boring, and I'm I'm you know, I'll be remembered for the man who sat and talks to a dull and boring man. So mm. I want to do something. I want to be creative, and he and he starts writing music and. And he wants to be remembered. He's, he's just thinking about his legacy of what he's going to leave behind. Does and, and that is just basically the premise of the film. Now, there's a lot of little. I was going to say because parts that go off on this. I'll be brutally honest. Didn't think, didn't know that was the like. I, I thought there was a bit more to it than that. So I'm hoping there's is there a bit more to it than that as it unravels. 
there's there's extra little um, subplots of the film. Mm-hmm. So there's a character in it called Dominic, um, who's played by Barry Keown, mm-hmm. who's just won a BAFTA for it. And the first thing I when I watched this film and watched him in it, his performance, I thought that guy's going to win something. So is it more awards for this? Is it more a presentation of like a character piece as opposed to like it's not you know it's, it's a bit of a slower burn? I'm assuming it is a slow yeah, story. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it, I won't even say it's a slow story. It's just, it's just, if you think about what the film's about, it, it's just about that. And, mm. it, and I'll be honest with you, it's like a play, right? So okay. it's like yeah, a play yeah. that you're watching. But it's, it's there's just something so, like the so there's a lot of black humor in it. There's mm. a lot of you know um, things that you, you laugh at, you maybe you shouldn't laugh at. You know that that sort of thing. But it's it, when and you watch it, and and it's 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 a story about it's a story about basically what you know people arguing over something what's just so pointless and ridiculous and how it ends up as well. Mm. Um, the the reference of the banshee. So there's an old woman that's in it, and she's seen at certain points. And um, I, I won't give anything away because because you haven't seen it. Um, you, I think you need to. Which, watch to it. be fair, does make it quite challenging for you to talk about. It's hard yeah, yeah, to yeah, say anything, the, yeah. but there's an old woman in it, and. The, the the reference of the banshee uh, a banshee is, is somebody in in folklore tales that um it would be an old woman that um would appear and would be the presence of death mm. of, of a death that an oncoming death and would you know a banshee's classed as somebody who wails or screams at you um but she would be she would be seen as somebody who who um has a premonition of this death coming towards you so take from that what you will about yeah, this yeah. film but it is it, it's one of these films that I thought well I don't know if I fancy that I'll, I'll put it on it's on Disney Plus had it not been on Disney Plus I would never have gone to cinema to see mm. it I've watched it twice on, on Disney Plus because I watched it once and I was like I really enjoyed that yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that but it wasn't my really it wasn't really my sort of film but for, I really, yeah. there was there was some it made me think it made me think mm. afterwards and I was like oh right yeah and when I was watching it I was like Partway through, I was like, "Oh, it's 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 a story about that. It's a story about something else." And again, I can't really yeah, say. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, I was like, "Ah, oh, it's actually that. It's it's referencing that." I'll check it out then. I'll um, check it out. And so I watched it, and then I watched it again, and then I showed a bit of it to Ben. I said, "Look, Ben, you've got you just watch this." I watched, showed him some of the comical bits in it, and then I showed him Barry Keown's. There's a, there's a, a little bit of his performance in it, which is so sad as well, so touching and so sad. And you're like, "Oh, you like that," and I, and I showed him it. And Ben went away and watched mm. it. He didn't tell me. He went away and watched it, and he came back and he said, "Do you know what, Dad? I thought it was really good." Mm. He, he said, "I really enjoyed it." And I did, again, it wasn't. It don't think it sort of aimed at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said there is. He said I can't put my finger on it. There's just something about it I really enjoyed. enjoyed. I will give it. So, and and I kind of quite love the fact that you're not on your own in liking it. It's no, been no, really critical. And I love the fact that everyone like... who's been in it, uh, they're all sort of winning like Golden Globes or Baftas, mm. and hopefully at the Oscars as well. You know, it was we're coming up to that time of mm. year again, but the on the award ceremonies, um, they're all, there's a lot of love for this film, so it's quite good, yeah. I'll check it yeah. out. I think, I, I, honestly, I can't, I can't praise it enough, but mm. I would say, go in and not expect it to be the, the, the film that wows you, because, it's, it is kind of a dull story and slow, but it, something happens in mm. the film that you think, oh, what? You know, you, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, yeah. And and that's actually happened. And then, They end up in the quantum realm, don't they? Well, no, it's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, definitely, definitely yeah, I'll worth, give it a go. worth watching. I'll yeah. give it a go. So, okay, the so that, was hard, that was hard, that. That was hard. That was very hard right, to talk right. to, to Scott. That was really hard to yeah. talk to you there, Scott. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll, I enjoyed watching you squint. I can't tell you about that you've never seen. Yeah, very hard. Um. That, no, I will watch it then. I will yeah. have a look at it. 
So the final film that we'll briefly touch upon before I drop my other one in there really quickly before, oh, to, right, okay. to shock you, to, to pull you up on, uh, The Whale. We yes, saw The Whale. We saw this, didn't we? We did. I'd, I'd really, really wanted to see this mm. for a while. Um, for, for a whale. For a whale. For a while. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd really wanted to see this um, last year when uh, when mm. you'd seen the trailer for it or clips of it and you'd seen his performance. Did Brendan Fraser. I'm trying to think of the name. Mate. Yeah, Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser yeah. yeah. And I'd seen, um, you know, the, the scene that everyone was showing last year when, you know, when he got the standing ovation at one of the um, film festivals. Festivals, mm. yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, wow, that does that does actually look really good. Um, do you want me to talk? Or... I'll, I'll jump in. I... Yeah, go on then. I wasn't massively like wanting to see this yeah, in that yeah. sense. I was more intrigued than anything just to see how this performance was. Because like you say, that was well publicised, wasn't it? The, yeah. The yeah. reaction stuff. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Coming out of the pictures for this the cinema, I was a bit like middle of the roady type on it. And, right. And stuff. Okay, yeah. I think I'm even a little bit lower on it now. Right. Okay. On, refle- well, now on had, reflection. Had yeah, on Yeah. I think um, his performance was good. But I don't think it was, like, I liken it a little bit to how Squid Game was like, everyone was raving that that was like yeah, see, I haven't seen Squid the greatest Game, thing yeah. that's ever been done. Yeah. I did not think Squid Game was the greatest thing that's ever been yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. It was all right. Well, Banshees of Interim, that's why I hope you, you don't feel the same with that. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to say to you, go into that one, just going back, mm. go into that with low expectations. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah, think of it to mm. well, yeah, but yeah. And don't get me wrong, I didn't go into... I didn't go into either of those things thinking that I'm going to see the best thing I've ever seen. I didn't think Squid, I mean, Squid Game and the Whale. There's a somewhat, <laughs> somewhat nautical link there, I guess, isn't there? I didn't, that was unintentional. Um, I didn't think Squid Game did anything groundbreakingly different, yeah. which a lot of people were saying it did. And I didn't think Brendan Fraser was groundbreakingly different in The Whale. It was good in The Whale, yeah. but, you know... It was it was it was a desperate individual in the whale, wasn't he? And I've yeah. seen many desperate individuals in many things. So that was it. I, I feel he, I think he's probably getting the praise because of maybe the visual side of it and the the way that he acted as opposed yeah. to like his performance. If that makes sense, I feel he played the character well in the whale, which is ultimately what it was. But yeah, I don't know. It was. I, th- I think what. I felt this was more, again, was more like a, an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, it's... I, I think um, it's that old story with, with Hollywood where um, you look at someone like Brad Pitt. I remember someone saying, I remember Michael Caine saying an interview years ago that he thought Brad Pitt was such a fantastic actor. But, um, and I might be paraphrasing him here, but the, he, he, he thought he was such a good good actor. But unfortunately, with Hollywood, you, you, you only get recognized for how good an actor you are when you lose your looks as you get right. older. Mm. So you, your true greats get better with time. They don't get better with time. They've always been good. Yeah, it's just yeah, that yeah. The appearance has, yeah, the appearance has changed, and you're like, oh wow, he's actually quite a good actor, you know. Mm. And I think that's with the same with him. If you think where he started off, like George of the Jungle in his career, mm. Brendan Fraser, George of the Jungle, six six pack toned, that sort of thing, and then went down the road of doing uh, comic like uh, comedy character, comical films, and things like that, and then sort of went into the um, uh, like Indiana Jones style, that sort of thing, the action hero, and then we just fell back onto the comedy, and then he did actually start to do some. Um, he did actually, he did a film called Crash, and he he did do films that were, like you know, showed his acting ability. But then he's gone into the Hollywood wilderness, and 
the fact that this one has has, got, has made him come back, and I think that's the thing. I think that's what Hollywood love. They love a story that you know, wow, you mm. know, this this guy. If it had been somebody else playing that character, playing that role, it yeah, maybe, maybe. would have had the mm. the all the praise that it's yeah. had. But because it's someone who's been sort of outcast from Hollywood mm. and he's come back and he's come back in such a unique way, I think that's what sort of helped the story. Yeah, yeah. Um, me personally, I'm the same as you. I, I, I really had really good expectations of this film because I thought, wow, this. This film looks really interesting, looks really good. And it didn't meet them expectations no. for me. Um I went in, watched it and, and I, I thought mm, it was good. Don't get me wrong, he, he does perform well and the facts that when you look at the have you seen them put the makeup on him and mm. everything, the the video for that, and you see that the suit actually weighed like three hundred pounds that he was wearing to, to get him into the, the process of feeling like that as well. You you can't take anything away from his Acting ability, his performance. Yeah, yeah, the way that I, he, I agree with that. The way yeah. that he, the, the way that he carried it off, and everything what he put into it, and I think it is really, you know, really good. But it didn't leave me wowed. It didn't blow me over like I thought it mm. would. And um, the the praise that Sadie Sink's getting for it as well, I thought she was just the same. She just, she was just the girl that she plays in. Uh, is it Max that she plays in? Stranger I see. I Things? thought she, I thought she was probably the best bit about it. But I thought she air, was just that. Air star, air yeah, like she's probably the best thing in, in the last season of Stranger Things. She was probably the best yeah, thing true. in that. Mm. And she was just that, but with more expletives in it. Mm. And, I, and I felt that, you know... Yeah, that's it, maybe, yeah, that's, maybe yeah, yeah, that's just box in it. In that yeah, scene, yeah, yeah, she's getting loads and loads of praise. And again, I'm thinking, but she's just, mm. she just played the same role she did in well, that. Put it this way. Um, yeah. I, 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 I thought he was, his performance was good. It didn't make me cry, didn't make me... No. Emotionally it made me really. it didn't make me blubber, yeah. But it didn't it didn't have the effects on me I thought it would. Um but I'm glad I went to see it. Um but out of the all the films we've talked about, it's not the not you know I would say it was better than Knock at the Cabin. Mm. You know, we're t- it's hard to compare yeah, yeah. because these are completely different films, but um I mean I hope he does well out of it like in his in his career and I hope he does well out of it on the award ceremony mm. like he seems to be, but if he was to win Best Actor compared to some of the other films that we have seen, that I've seen recently, yeah, yeah, um, I think that's a bit of a push, really. Certainly on that performance. I feel, well, put it this way, if if you're looking at it like from the award level of it, yeah, Austin Butler was better as Elvis, yeah, yeah, as an from an yeah. acting point of view than he was in this, in my opinion, yeah. But just same, general, yeah, same, yeah, the same general way. film side of things, Jonathan Major's performance of Kang has not. Has, has been critically acknowledged that it was good, don't get me wrong. I think he was... I've, I'd got more from that acting performance than I did from any of the acting performances yeah, in The Whale. Yeah. Two very different films, don't get me wrong. Yeah, completely but different, yeah. But I was sat there thinking, like, wow, he is, like, absolutely earning that role and yeah. he's, he's really portraying it well. I didn't really get anything like that from either of them in The Whale. Yeah, I acknowledged yeah. the difficulty it was, of the It was role, sad, it, yeah. It but, was sad, and it was yeah. a very sad story, and it was quite moving, really. But it didn't really move me like I thought it no. would, and uh, I, I felt like I say, like I, I came out feeling a little bit let down because mm. I thought maybe I went in with very high expectations because well, there was a lot of hype for it, yeah, and I, and I bought into the hype, and, and you know, I suppose that's that the it? downside yeah. with yeah. things when they are shown at like festivals four months yeah. before yeah. general release and stuff. In it, that can go one of two ways, I guess. Yeah. It, you look at everything everywhere all at once. That had that. Yeah, Same definitely. Effect, yeah, you know, yeah. everybody was, and that was a long time before that came out to mainstream. And I've seen as many positive reviews, like proper positive reviews, to then when people don't like it, they really didn't like it. You yeah, know, so yeah. That there's that yeah. in it, but yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, but before we wrap up, but yeah, so speaking of, you've just said about making you cry. All right, go on then. All right, 
There's a little TV show called The Last of Us. <laughs> I knew he was going to reference moment, this. Yeah. Uh, on HBO. Now, I'm going to bring our conversation right back to Knock at the Cabin. Yeah, right? okay. Because you said about if the the story of Knock at the Cabin... It, it, well, before we talk about that, are you enjoying The Last of Us? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's brilliant. Right? One it's, of the best things that's been on TV, TV in a long, 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 long time. time yeah. right? <laughs> we do not deserve how good that's, this TV show is. Right? <laughs> I will die on that sort of whatever, right? <laughs> but... The book of Knock at the Cabin has the girl losing her life in it. Yeah. The opening 10 minutes of The Last of Us game. So forget yeah, the program, yeah. right? Yeah. Forget the program. Prior to the program ever being a thought in anybody's head. The opening 10 minutes of The Last of Us game, maybe even the opening 20 minutes, really. It's, it's, yeah, I've played it. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. And the effect that it has on you as a, as a receiver of that entertainment however you want to describe it as a gamer but yeah. even as a non-gamer because i want you probably would describe yourself as a gamer I, i'm right? definitely not a non-gamer but you've I'm, played I'm, I'm a non-gamer, bits yeah. of the last of us up to yeah. up to a point <clears throat> the opening of that game is so effective and how they do it and they they've mirrored i mean they've mirrored so much of the game to be fair 95 percent of it is like shot for shot exactly the same it's, yeah it's i've seen that right yeah, yeah. but the way they stuck to the the guns no pun intended and had the opening of the TV show yeah, yeah. be ju- slightly elongated, which is fair, but um, because of the way it's, it's presented. But <clears throat> the way they did him, his daughter, and things like that, yeah, yeah. absolutely brilliant. And like you know how horrific that is, essentially what happens. Amazing. But yeah, everything about The Last of Us, I mean, we won't go too deep into it because I don't know, you know, because <clears throat> it's hard for me to talk, very similar to that because I've obviously played both yeah, the games. Yeah. But what I will say is, well, I actually know what happens in the game, though, because I, I, I Googled... You don't something. know what happens in the second game, though? No, well, I Googled what happened in... So I'm not putting spoilers out for this for this. Yeah, well, we'll series. talk about this after. Episode yeah. six, yeah? Mm-hmm. So I put, I put what, you know, did did this happen? And, and then it just came up in the game. So I was, I was like, oh, no. Nah. <laughs> so oh, well, I'll be interested to see what you said, though, because there's loads yeah. of things that happen. Right, so you okay. might not know everything, but... Um, but, yeah. but what I will say is, <laughs> what this has done is, has solidified how good the game is. Yeah. Because... How many game-related media or films get made? Oh, you know, they've yeah. had like Doom and Street Fighter, and you know things like that. Street Fighter that yeah. are just like I know very different, but yeah. but but Uncharted, Tomb Raider. you know, yeah. Uncharted was very average, wasn't it? You know, for, it was better than I thought. But, for yeah, an, but yeah. a, such a just, narrative just game, kind of ridiculous as well. Yeah, yeah, it was. It didn't. It didn't match the tone. Tomb Raider. Yeah. you've had Tomb Raider films that you know they're very mysterious games, whereas the films have just been generic action films yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But this, this... This has been done with a lot of care and a lot amazing. of love. Yeah. And the budget on it and things like that is... And it needs it. It needs it because it's such a emotive story. Joel and Ellie's journey. And I can't wait for season two. Like Some the, good casting you know, as well, in, in terms of that. But yeah, it, oh, it, they've, well, they've both been brilliant. Both of the, yeah. the lead roles have been excellent. But even like your, um, your sub, sub-level characters, you know, his brother and... And Tess, you know, they're excellent yeah, performances. Yeah. But but yeah, I've loved it. I just, just wanted you to the, touch base on it. Really. I think what did it for me was, I mean, episode one and two were good. Two, two, yeah, episode one was good. Mm. Episode two was, you know, the, with the clickers and that. I was like, oh, mm. this, is, this is good. But episode three, where it went off on the little subplot. Yeah, that yeah. Was fantastic. Bill's story. That I was really, really good storytelling. Yeah. You know, I really enjoyed that. More than I thought, you know, more... Yeah, well, I was going to say more than I thought I would, yeah. but yeah, I've enjoyed the whole series more than I thought I would. <laughs> what's, what it's I'm finding really as well, I know what's coming, apart from in, in that one, because that was very, that was a, I say very different. Again, bits of it are open to interpretation in the game. So like that with Bill's story, that didn't happen in the game. Yeah. 
so again, testament to the writers for producing such an excellent mm. piece of fiction in that sense. But you know, your big moments like with the the the, the brothers that they meet and you know, yeah, things yeah. like that. I know everything that's going to happen, and it still made me cry, and yeah. it still made me like <laughs> recoil and gasp. And you know, the end of the episode six is where we're up to now. I knew what how that was going to end because yeah. that's the way that story goes in the game, and it, you're just on the edge of your seat, you know, and like. I know what happens. I'm still that side yeah. thinking like, will he be here next week? You know, like, so, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, the, brilliant. Um, what I was going to say to you, which part was it? Oh, oh yeah, episode three. Yeah, so ben, Ben's, because he's doing his, his revising yeah, his exams, he's, he's so far behind with it. And uh, he watched, he had like a break in his revision and he said, oh, can I, he had the telly downstairs so he could watch it. And he was watching... Um, uh, episode three. And I was, uh, I was sat in the background doing some work and... Uh, I finished what I was doing. I sat and watched 20 minutes with him and, and he said, do you know what, Dad? This is great. He said, this is what you would actually do. He said, forget all these, like, like films, mm. you know, like what Bill did where he was like, you know, just block the whole street yeah, off and yeah, yeah. just turn the whole street into, and then go like, you know, to his base. looting and, yeah, and set yeah. yourself up. He said, this is what, like, so many films and so many TV shows just don't get it right. This is what you would do. And I was like, yeah, you're right, really. Yeah, it probably, it probably would be what you'd do. I said to him, that's what I would do as well. I'd do that, yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah I loved it. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it's really I'm looking forward to that, that wrapping up and then yeah. roll on what they do for the second series. I think the second series might be done across two series there. Right, okay. So yeah. the way the game's presented, I won't say anything, but the I, way they I get... think what they need to do as well is the... It's like anything. I started watching a series called uh, Your Honor with mm. Brian Cranston. I was watching that, and I've, I've watched the first series, really good. But you kind of wrapped up the full series in one. Yeah, you yeah. didn't have to make a second series. And I've watched the first few episodes of the second series, and now I'm thinking, oh, we're going down. You know what it reminded me of? We're going down Prison Break Road now. Right, we're okay. going down that route now. That you know, the second season that was clever. That we we've got them out of prison, and now we're going to be on the run. Mm. And by the end of it, you're like, oh, this is going. It doesn't even. It's just like dragging a story out, mm. and and I mean, I hope I hope season two of Your Honor doesn't do that. I hope it you know it does complete it. But you all almost just need. You don't need to make thirteen se- seasons of a TV show, no, seven, no, no. or even seven. Even. Yeah, you just to get it right. You've got you? a good story, and you can do it in two seasons. Mm, then just, just do, do it. it, and just do that. Spoilers for not spoilers for the story, because <laughs> I won't spoil the story. But spoilers for the way the game's presented, which I don't think you'll be bothered about because it's you know, not yeah, your thing. Yeah. You play. It's very similar to Saw, you know, where you play where they're running alongside each other, kind of thing. Oh uh, right, okay. So yeah. a good chunk of the first game, you play as a character. Yeah, and then something happens. And then another character is introduced, and you play the game from their point of view, coming back to that point. Right. Okay. And then it goes off for another hour or so yeah, as the yeah. finale. It would be. I'd be very surprised if they did that in a series where it jumped between the two. So it once I think you'll get six episodes from X character's point of view, which reaches this climax. Yeah. And then the next six episodes, which might be a sub season or whatever will be the that other character's point of view up to that point. Right. And then okay. your fin- final three episodes or whatever will be that. Culmination at the end, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's might might be able to do it, and I mean that'd be awesome if if it ends on that point, and and then you've got to wait another three months or something like that. That'd be so cool. So, but yeah, Yeah. I thought we'd just drop that in there. So, yeah, that's our little review wrap up. Hmm. Uh, Right, we better sign off because I need to go and do some revising with Ben for his uh, (laughs) English literature GCSE Shakespeare. We're not bringing Shakespeare into this podcast. Um, I enjoyed the reviewing. Yeah, good. it's, it's yeah, good. Yeah, a bit of a mixed good, bag yeah. of reviews yeah. as well, which is good because I think it's good to not like stuff if that makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah. good to be critical yeah. of stuff sometimes as well, isn't it? And you know, you 
and be, and a bit let down, I think, more than anything in there. Than yeah, some expectations yeah. maybe going into some of them, but hey ho. Well, Guardians well, soon. My, so. my takeaway from this is I'm going to go see Quantum Mania again. Yep, yeah, I'm going to try and go that way. Mm. And I think for you, I think you need to go I'll watch Banshees. Banshees, definitely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Guardians soon. Yeah. Eight weeks, I think, something like that. Of maybe, course, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. a bit longer. It's not that long. Well, it's March it, now, isn't it? it? Well, it's March soon, so yeah, yeah. it comes in May, doesn't it? So not long, not long. Um, but before Guardians comes was, out... I was forgetting that was this year. I was yeah, yeah. Got year. Guardians and the Marvels and that's it, isn't it, from Marvel. A couple of TV things. But before any of those come out, where can people go and listen to all of the stuff? And all major podcast providers. You forgot then, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> you forgot. I was that, that fluent in setting that up. Um, and you can go on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and find out what we're doing on there. I'll have to post a bit more on there and get get some yeah. more things going on there. Um, but I said, if you watch the film pod, or go on the website at watchfilmpod.com. Um, go and check out these films out. In fact, probably check them all out. Definitely watch The Last of Us. Um, I'd probably say yeah. watch all these. Man, I would, I would say, I I would say go watch these yeah, things. Go make your own, make, make your own make opinions. opinion. Um, Don't listen to us I, pesky critics. Yeah, well, I, I can't stand it when you watch Mark Kermode and he, he absolutely trashes a film and then I go and watch it and I think, what on earth was you talking about? And then when he loves a film and I go and watch it and I think, why have I watched this film on the back mm. of your recommendation? In fact, why do I even listen to you? But there you go. Well, you know what, right? Not to... Not to hate on Matt Kermode, but sometimes <laughs> I watch some of his videos and I don't feel I'm any better off from where I was at the beginning because I don't think yeah. he... I think he skates across some things, Matt Kermode. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. He's not overly committal sometimes in his things, I don't think. I'm not Maybe, over, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But they're all like that, really, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Whereas we're so, not. We're, so we're not. Well, you just spin, spin. have a little bit of a discussion, a little yeah. bit of a chat, and then just say at the end of go it... Go make your own mind up. I not take care of that. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, seriously, go out, go out there, check, check these films out, see what you think of them, and let us know on Instagram. Indeed. In fact, Stephen, you can confirm what we say at the end of the episode because we're going to sign off. So thanks for listening. Thanks a lot. Take care.